You're supposed to. It's like, mom, don't tell them about my Prozac. Don't tell them about my Prozac and I'm getting cut soon. Come on. (laughs) This is personal stuff. Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast with Abby Schneiderman and Gene Newman. I'm your host, Angela, and every week I'll be sitting down with Gina and Abby to cover issues related to organizing your life, home, and household. You have a dog, Yali, and uh, your husband has a very, you mentioned in, in passing at some point that he has a very specific routine for Ali's care. Now, could you explain this relationship that your husband has with your adorable puppy? Well, first of all, Ollie is so adorable. He's the sweetest, nicest, most lovable dog that ever lived. Um, he's He is definitely the top priority for Ben in our household. He gets the most care, the most love, the most pets. Um, but he, uh, so he, but we've had him a long time. He was like our first child because we had him before we had kids. And he always says, by the way, he's always had issues. Like he, when he was four months old, he jumped off, jumped up onto our bed and then fell, broke his leg and ended up having to have surgery. Um, you have to have, if you have a pet, you have to have pet insurance. We can discuss that. Um, but it, but so that's number one, um, was we just kind of figured out early on that things happen with pets all the time. And for us, at least having pet insurance was really helpful. I know Jean, that for you, it's been not as helpful uh, of late, which we will get into. Yeah. Let, let's talk about it. Cause I want to hear about Ben's routine because it seems like on the scale of, you know, of course he loves both of your children. <laughs> They're very important, <laughs> but it seems like you you said theoretically if, you said if we had to evacuate, Ben would basically you're like what would you grab? You're like he would he would need, it would be like fifty pounds worth of stuff for Ollie. Yeah, like oh my god, seriously. I mean, well, okay. So first of all, Ollie Ollie has had a big Ollie's had a long journey, um, and he's getting old. He's a cockapoo. He's a big cockapoo. We've always How thought he's Ollie. Cool. He's he's either twelve or thirteen. See, Ben would know the answer to this. Yes. I'm, I'm like he's either twelve or thirteen. He <clears throat> he's either twelve or thirteen, but he's a big cockapoo. He eats a lot. He's always on a diet because he eats too much, and he's always hungry, always looking for snacks. And over over COVID, when we were in like deep COVID, like March 2020, and when we were spending all of our time at home. We, uh, we noticed that he was starting to have some issues um, and we, we took him to the hospital and he ended up having some major issues. He, had, he has like a liver problem and he has, he's, has a, an enlarged heart and, um, and he was diagnosed with diabetes. And so it was crazy because he's, I think he's on like 25 medications um, or 25 pills that he takes every single day, something like that. I uh, and then he has to have um, injections now for for insulin. So twice a day in the morning he gets an injection, and in the evening he gets an injection. And Ben is the only person in our household who knows what to do. And what was crazy was, a, like six months ago or nine months ago, Ben ended up getting food poisoning, and he was so sick he had to be taken away in an ambulance. 
And I, it, it just occurred to me like, oh my God, what am I, if, if Ollie doesn't get his medications and doesn't get his insulin, he'll, he'll die. So it occurred to me like, what, what do I do? What are we going to do? Of course, Ben, like on the gurney, he was like going, don't worry, I'll be back for Ollie. Uh, you know, but like, but what if he wasn't back for Ollie? What were we supposed to do? I will return. Oh, for us and our children and our family? For Ollie. Seriously. I that can't was go yet. The only thing he was thinking about when he was getting taken away <laughs> to the hospital. See, that's how, it, and then having all those plans now, Angela, we know you have a puppy. We've seen your puppy jump up in front of the camera before. My boyfriend adopted him like a couple months before we started going out. And I love dogs. I like grew up with them. They're great. But when I met this dog, I was like, wow, this puppy's really annoying. But then the pandemic happened and now we're best friends. And now he's basically my dog and Tim can <laughs> shove it. Um, <laughs> but Monty, so we don't have pet insurance. I need to get pet insurance, um, so we should definitely get into that. But he just started Puppy Prozac. Why? Because he has incredible anxiety. The doctor's been trying to get one of my dogs on that. Yeah, one of mine for years, and we've resisted. Yeah, he like was just like screaming all the time. I mean, it's a low dose. Um, some people are against it, but um, screaming like what kind of screaming? Like very loud screeching. Like a goat. <laughs> Like, uh, like <laughs> when you hear his goat. bark, like, yeah, his bark, it's like a bark cry. It's, it's ridiculous. A He's like bark. under me. Like, I know you're talking about me. Yeah, um, dude. What, would dude. Make, what would make him bark cry? And if someone leaves the house, it's like separation anxiety or, you know, if God forbid Tim and I both leave, he like throws himself at the door. It's a low dose. And he's also getting neutered in a couple weeks. Oh, he's not neutered yet? He's not, he's not neutered okay, yet. Okay, that, no. that, that, that could explain a lot of the behavior. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm hoping that we can wean him off of that after neuter. Yeah, he'll hate um, you. He you definitely need pet insurance, Angela. I yeah. know. You have to get pet insurance. I know, Gene, you're down on pet insurance. Oh, but no, I used to be up on it. I'm down on one type of pet insurance that we'll get into. But the thing is, Monty's sitting there right now like, Mom, why you put my business on the street? <laughs> Come on. You're supposed to. He's like, Mom, don't tell about my Prozac. Don't tell about my Prozac and I'm getting cut soon. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is personal stuff. <laughs> First of all, it's really important to get pet insurance just because it's in the I don't know an animal that hasn't had issues and hasn't had to have lots of doctors, yes. you know, visits and, and issues, whether it's a surgery or an illness or Prozac or insulin. And then, right. Does anybody know, does anybody else know Angela that you guys give your dog Prozac? Like if you guys had to go out of town, do you have instructions anywhere? Yeah. So like we went away a few weekends ago, um, and my boyfriend's brother lives close by, has a backyard and stuff. So he takes the dog usually when we go away for the weekend. So that's good. And we had like started him on this. So I sort of texted him very in-depth instructions on, you know, this give it to him at this time. He likes to go for his walk now. Like it's my boyfriend's brother, but I'm the one that's like doing all the planning for the dog. And I'm like, oh, here are his little wipes for his little feet. <laughs> and like, here are the little pill pockets. He needs one in each, one pill in each pocket. I mean, I know he definitely needs pet insurance and I've looked at it, you know, cause now it's gotten to the point where I'm like, this is, this is my dog. You know, <laughs> this yeah. is my dog too. Um, and I'm like, we need to get pet insurance. But 
what are things that I should like consider in looking at pet insurance? Like he's a three-year-old little mutt. Yeah, I, I will. Um, I will tell you my journey. <clears throat> I did not grow up with dogs. I grew up, well. There was two dogs that roamed our neighborhood. Uh, one panda. My friend Mike, who's my neighbor, growing up, we still text. The other day, he even texted me because we joke about panda that would just go through eating everyone's trash, and it looked like a panda dog. And then there was another dog that was always in a cage that would bark at us when we went by. That basically was there to terrify us for no reason. That was panda's brother who wasn't allowed out. So we did not have dogs. So the first dogs I got uh, was. A dollar who's like the best dog I've ever I'll ever have in my life she's just the sweetest thing ever and she when she came along it was you know through pet finders kind of a spur of the moment thing that happened where we were talking about getting a dog years ago and she just turned out to be the best but early on in New York they're like if you're gonna have a little dog because she's not a big dog you know she acts like it sometimes but she they're like you need pet insurance because if your dog gets sick people are like you break a leg it's five thousand dollars you get some there a lot of times if they if they eat something off the street that could be contaminated it could be like a blood disease that's nine thousand dollars so i got it right away and i got a really good one to start with so everything you, was great early on i had true panion and true panion was great they paid because dollar had to have a heart thing it turned out she they, they're like you know coming from a shelter you know she had worms and all that stuff and which yeah. we didn't know. We're like, wow, why is her poop moving a little? You know, stuff like that, you know, pleasant things. Uh, hopefully Angela could put some visuals in on that. And it turned out that she had a heart that raced. And they said, when we did a cardiogram, they're like, actually, it, she's more than healthy. This is something like a, a race dog would have. So this doesn't affect her at all. And it was $1,000. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot. When I submitted it, you know, cost me $200. They paid 80% of it. Right. Uh, she got attacked on the face by a dog. And again, $1,200 cost me, you know, $200. Another time an off-leash dog pretty much should have killed her. The fact she's still alive, she has a Harry Potter scar on her neck. Uh, again, you know, and the, and the thing was the people that were the aggressors, like they paid the difference. I wasn't trying to make money off it. I'm like, okay, look, it's $200 because we have insurance. And they were great. Then along came Pliskin who was a foster fail and he looks kind of like dollar and he's a little crazy guy. And someone convinced me to change insurances. I was at the time dollar was around five and, and I changed to a big company. And what happened was by switching, it went from like a much more, I was worried about at the time there was some premium changes and I thought true Panion was trying to be like, his dollar got older, they're going to charge more. But the reality was, it was just premiums and deductibles that would have changed, but it still would have been the same coverage. The place I went to was much more of an old school, linear, horrible insurance experience where everything had these schedules, that everything was impossible. Everything's unclear. Nothing made sense. And I'd submit something for $500 and get like 150 back and they'd, I'd argue on the phone and to no avail because they made it seem like I'm the idiot. I, you, know, you need to know this. You need to read this 30-page schedule. And it made me realize that they genuinely didn't care about the pets. But by then, it was too late for me to change because once your dog's locked in after a certain age, you cannot get insurance. After usually eight, nine years old, it, you, you're priced out of the market. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. That's why when I switched. Same, I think we've had the same insurance this whole, this whole time and it's been that's amazing. Why. He'd be uninsurable at this point. And that's why I was locked in. So by that point, when I realized when they started needing more care, it was too late for me to switch. And I realized that if I would have taken all the money I paid in premiums, because again, I'm paying over $100 a month to cover both dogs. 
And if I would have taken that money and put it elsewhere, and I actually spoke with someone on staff, Harris, and I said, what if I would have taken this much money because I did all the math and put it somewhere? He's like, you could have afforded all of that plus had extra, like if I would have done that, because that's how bad this insurance was lined up. And then recently, and I won't get too deep into it, Dollar was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. So I don't know how much longer my puppy's going to be around. Poor Dollar. I know. I'm she's so, the so sad about Dollar. And she's all she's taken is a steroid, and it's just a matter of palliative care, keeping her happy. And I don't know. Like at any moment, things could happen. But she had to go in for a ton of care. She had to go in. We had to find out what was wrong. At first, we thought she ate something. We thought something was a little off. She was walking weird. She started going in circles. And then she started having seizures. We went to one hospital. They're like, you should probably get neurological checkout again around $2,000. And then we had to go to an emergency one because the only appointment was like a month later and she had a seizure and was freaking out, like never seen it before. And they had to do MRIs and everything. So, I mean, it came out to around, you know, around $9,000. And I'm thinking- And that's this crazy. Is- I mean, that's, that's you know, it, it, you might be in a position to afford that. Yeah. If you're not, if, first of all, if you don't have insurance, you have to pay- She'd be gone. It, right? Yeah. And then, and then- and then the, the tough conversations have to happen yeah. where are you going to spend $9,000, right? I'd say the majority of people, the majority of people would not go to the lengths. They'd say, you know, you have, dog. granted, she's my baby. She's the first dog I ever had. She's the best dog I'll ever have. So I was thinking, well, I have insurance. This is when it kicks in. This is why I have it. Great. You know, we talk about life insurance. When you die, you know, oh, wow, you know, it didn't seem right, but now it's going to support a family. You have any kind of insurance, property, car, liability is really important. And then I found out that they don't work that way. Even though their premiums have gone up, doubled in more than five, six years, even though I'm paying this much, they're like, no, you can only get paid. We'll only pay out the max on these levels, which was basically around $2,000. But by then the money's already spent for pets. You have to pay up front. They're not like, they they don't want to have it laid off because they know people just either leave their pet there and not pay or you know, tried not to pay the bill later. So for the most part, I'm like, I will do anything dollars that much of a priority in my life. And it's worth the sacrifice. But I had this false sense. So not only was I was I like confronted with this horrible feeling that she will not be around anymore. But now I have an insurance company, and I'm on the phone for hours. And they're telling me, well, you know what, it doesn't work that way. You already hit your max for this year. I'm like, but why would I have this? If she wasn't without the thinking as she got older, she's going to need this. And if we would have opted for like for the radiation treatment, it would probably be 15,000. But at this point, it won't make her better. It's not right. going to help her in that way. And we're like the quality of life and her not being in pain is all we care about. So I think there's a few there's a few lessons that we talk about all the time. Number one mm-hmm. is you do need pet insurance. You yeah. do need pet insurance, but you should research and you should talk to people and you should talk to people who live near you because maybe different insurance companies are, are more popular or, or people in, in New York City have True Panion, but people in yeah. D.C. have, you know, are using something else. Talk to people, figure out what's good um, here. There will be horror stories and there will be there will be good stories. And so yeah. you just need to figure out um, who's who's a good company to to go with, but definitely go with somebody because you don't want to be in the position of having to make hard choices because you can't afford to care for your pet. And then the other thing is if you do have pets that have issues or have medications that they take, you just need to document that and make sure that at least somebody else in your life knows about it. If you're, if, 
in my case, since I'm not the primary caregiver, Ben is the primary caregiver, mm-hmm. I don't have the right instructions yet for how to take care of our dog if something were to happen. And if and then God forbid something happens to both me and Ben, I mean, I don't know what would happen to Ollie because nobody would know what to do. Yeah. So no one would even know where to even talk, you know, go look. I actually don't even know our dog's vet. We just moved to, to a new city. Yeah. He has a new vet. I don't know who the vet is. So God forbid, in the event of an emergency, we would be a little bit screwed right now. But, but <laughs> you also have to realize that there's certain insurance types. Like for me, the reason I got it wasn't like why we have health insurance to go get checkups. Like the wellness part of pet insurance is not something you want because it will never even out to how much you're paying. So you want to pay for your own, except that you're when you take a pet on, you're going to have responsibilities no matter what. You know, it depends. In New York, it happens to be crazy expensive. In other places, it's more reasonable. But ideally, the reason I had it was for the catastrophic leg break, big disease, something that was major. It turns out that the insurance companies, if and again, why would I look nine years ago at a policy and say, what would happen if she had an inoperable brain tumor? Oh, what's the scale? Oh, an MRI is only covered up to $300, even though they cost $2,000. Oh, you can only get this kind of medicine. Um, there's no way a normal person would do that when you're not thinking of it. And you assume that those things are taken care of when they're not. So you think if she would have gotten hit by something and broken something, that would be covered. If she had had a surgery, that would be covered. A diagnosis wasn't covered. And those are the types of things that you need. But figuring that out and saying, how much does it cost you a month? Because right now, at certain points, you might price yourself out and say, you know what, I'd sooner put a couple thousand or a couple hundred dollars away and say, this is what I'm allotting to care. And anything else I'll pay off separately. What about people who, so in in terms of like, in case you get hit by a bus, Mm -hmm. what do you need to think about in terms of making sure that your pets are going to be taken care of in case you get hit by a bus. Like, I mean, in addition to making sure that you have insurance and making sure that you have medications listed out and care instructions listed out, how how can people make sure that financially their pets will be taken care of in case something happens to them? I think first making sure that there's someone like we talked about guardians for kids, like making sure that who would take care of your dog if you couldn't, there's someone that might watch your dog for a weekend or maybe a little longer. But do people actually list? Do people actually list pet guardians? You would name if you if you care enough about your pet, especially when it comes to more expensive. When I think of a lot of times that are mentioned in wills and places like that, it could be like if people have horses, they're a big responsibility, and a lot of people, you know, they unless they're living on your property, which most people don't have, it a lot goes into that, and people of that of that nature would create a trust or something that would that would take care of financially for the dogs you have to assume who would take my puppy on or my cat on or my lizard on or my turtles or fish and who would want to take care of it because a lot of times people are like i can't take a pet on but do they have have to so if you if i list somebody as a pet guardian first of all i guess i should tell them they you need to you need to make sure that they want the pet because Otherwise, we're going to end up with one of those sad videos I see of like a pet that was like left behind two years after like an owner died and it's just living there, probably wondering where the owner is. And, you know, with like, I will remember you playing under the background softly to make us all cry. But that's that's what spurred me into when we were doing this early on with Everplans was seeing videos like that depressed me so much when I thought the pet doesn't know what's going on. You can't explain to a pet like, no, you're going to go to a different place. They just get put in a shelter. They're usually, you know, and who knows what will happen to them. So ideally, 
you'd make plans either with a person and say, this is the person that would take it. And a lot of people, their families, you know, my family wasn't huge into pets that way, but a lot of families are like, oh, they'd steal my dog if they could, you know, they, they there'd be no problem there. Like, they, of course they do it because they know I wasn't around. So that pet would be something really important. That would be a reminder of me and it'd be great, but not everyone has that benefit. So you could also make arrangements where there's organizations that you can make donations to that will give perpetual care to your pet, possibly rehome if they can, but make sure that that pet gets a great life. Uh, and we have articles on the site where we, we list out some ser services, but you should do a search and say, you know, what are sanctuaries in, in my area or close by that would do this? And you just basically start diverting your charity money towards them. And say, yeah. you know, I'm going to support them, so my pet gets. I mean, taken it's a big, it's it's a you know, thinking about and then thinking about what happens if you know if the pet um, dies. And I've I think I've told you guys this before, but Ben has said that when Ollie dies, he's planning on sitting two shivas. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I did look that up about pet shivas, and they said that. <laughs> so I just want you all to know if you know if and when it's Ollie's time, we will be hosting two shivas. And, um, yeah. I mean, we, I, we should have a rabbi writing. Cause when I looked up for pet shivas and they said, usually you don't have them because the pet isn't necessarily of your religion just because you had them. Oh, Ali's Jewish. Oh, Ali, Ali's so Jewish. He's Ali's so, like Jackie Mason. He's so <laughs> Ali's like Alan King. <laughs> Henny Youngman doing yeah. like zingers. But I, I have, but I have heard, I mean, in the same way that people, are memorializing um, their loved ones. They're also doing the same for pets. They can turn yeah. their pets into a diamond ring or mm -hmm. um, blast them into space. Or um, I think I and told you before that my mom keeps snuggles yes. our, our family's pets' yes. ashes under her bed. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's something we should, we definitely need to get your mom on one of these times and be like, uh, uh, Mrs. Schneider, we, get, we, we got some we questions. We got to talk about snuggles. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> that, so when you're planning, here's the thing I want people to think of, and we've used this example before, but you have to think if your pet is spoiled, if your pet's happy, if your pet needs you, just picture if you're not around, what would your pet be like? And if that doesn't motivate you to plan, to want to write down all their basic information, all their dietary needs, any medical needs, any people that would take care of it, their favorite things, whether it's toys, whether it's places they hang out, things that freak them out, things that make them happy, people they love to be around, parks they like to go to, just literally list it out. And their vaccines, like their vaccination records, yes. what, you know, what, what the care that they've had in the past. And, and, and this isn't to plug surgery. Everplans. Like, this isn't me just to be like, oh, look, wherever plans are plugging it. But the reality is there is no other solution that I found that helps me keep track of vaccination records besides Everplans. Because the thing is, I used to rely on uh, the daycare when they'd go and they'd say, oh, it's coming up due. Or I'd have to look through these old records, all the vet ones that I dealt with and the vaccinations were PDFs that I'd have to look through. I had no place to put this and there was nowhere to coordinate it. And I started realizing, okay, for rabies, it's this, for you know, the Bordetella for DAP for all those, yeah. you have to keep on top of it because if they're going somewhere, even if you want to go to one of those fun dog wash bath places that they have all over, they need to have their records and the vaccinations. So that is things that popped up. There was days where Dollar and Pliskin would go to daycare and one of them, you know, was like, nope, the vaccinations, you know, they're, it's due. We can't take like, you know, Pliskin in and Dollar's like, perfect. It's my day. <laughs> you know, she yeah. got a solo day. But 
when it comes to it, there's not many solutions. And those are the things that really bug you and they really nag at you because you have no place to put them. And whenever it comes down to it, the shots that you have to get, the flea and tick stuff you have to do every six months or usually in New York, it's like year when it's seasonal, uh, heartworm stuff that they have to take. You know, it's not a matter of, uh, you know, if there's vets, because again, we've changed vets, Abby, like every, so many times we've gone through so many vet changes. And another thing is having another thing in the Everplan that, that helped was having the chip information, having the chip information. They don't have, people think it's like, it's, it's like, oh, if they scan the chip, it's going to say your name. It doesn't. It right. gives a code where they go onto a site and that site's information has to be real because the thing is person I shared dogs with, you know, I'm joint custody with my ex. Her information was out of date. She didn't have that phone number anymore. Luckily, I had my same cell phone. If they didn't have that, I, I, you know, when you get those panic moments, when you think back at night, when you're falling asleep, if they didn't have my information, if it wasn't in there properly, because at the time we'd only logged in once, if they didn't have that, I always think what would have happened? We wouldn't know where she was. I mean, I'd, maybe we would have found that shelter. Maybe, you know, we never would have seen her again, but it's all because that chip was there. And so many pets, when we see them returned and those, those happy videos of them being returned, it's because of that. So when you get that chip information, log in, save that password information, and then put it in there and say, this is where, and make sure it's up to date. And if you ever move, put extra numbers in there, say like, okay, here's another one, put family, anyone who can get in touch with you should be listed on those sites. Yeah, but it could take, you can take five minutes and just list out all the things about your pet that need to get documented so that somebody has access so that somebody in your family has access a friend a neighbor somebody just make sure because otherwise these little guys and little girls can get left behind this podcast is brought to you by everplans the app designed to guide you through securely storing and sharing your most important information we're pretty much everywhere you are, so be sure to follow us. We're at Everplans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. See you next week.